at one point, yeah. Haram, I'm not paying for a saxophone. Um, Are you Mr. Simpson? Why the fuck did you want to play a saxophone? Hey guys, welcome back to the Clued Up Podcast, your favorite pop culture and music podcast i'm asma i'm ray and i'm rena and we are back this week um if you guys could see how we look right now i swear to god i've never seen these girls bummy up like oh, it's uh, on zoom i'm bummy as well guys i'm gonna bought it right now like let me not even let me let me set the scene for you <laughs> let me set the scene. there's dressing gowns there's bonnets there's beds there's 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 all of that anyways I'm yeah i want to <laughs> Can we just mention pillow. that all I of us, oh guys? God. Can we mention the fact that all of us slept at like five AM and six AM as well? And yeah, here so we are. The fact you get know. this week, be blessed, be happy. I know, I know why me and Rena slept at this time. Why did you sleep at five AM as well? You heard. I'm an insomniac. That's the truth. This news. This about it. I've also caught COVID this week, guys. But yeah, let me even give you my COVID story first because this shit is dumb. Um, For context, everybody, we're on Zoom. That's we're why. on Zoom. That's why. Um, and to be fair, I could, um, Boris said I can go out. Well, you know, you keep your comments. To him, but it will make sense. Oh, let me tell the story. So Thursday, I, I went I went out with some colleagues. Friday, one of the colleagues I went out with said she tested positive for COVID. So Friday, I did a test. I was negative. Saturday, negative. Sunday, negative. Monday, negative. Tuesday, I was at work. And the, one of the girls I was at work with, who also was there at the moment on Thursday, she said she tested positive. And I'm like, what are the fucking chances that I'm positive with you right now, yeah? Go home do a test i get a positive test but it's a faint line yeah hour later i'm like i don't trust this let me let me do another one again another faint line i was like shit then okay three let's just best of three this right now yeah let me do it again faint fucking lines so i'm like yeah cool i have covid let me just let me just is come this two lines about? yeah two lines but the, you know, the second one is very faint each time it got fainter and fainter as well i was like hmm. Hmm. okay cool yeah Wednesday morning now, I'm like, um, I don't deny, I'm just doing all the contests for fun. I'm negative. Thursday, <laughs> negative. Friday, negative. Yesterday, negative. Uh, did, I, did, I even, did I even have COVID? Did her? Their lateral flows. And also, do you know what it is? I also did a lateral fl- uh, PCR on Thursday. It gave me, I woke up to the result on Friday. Why does it say they couldn't t- test my sample? Like it was, they couldn't, they couldn't do it. So I'm thinking I'm a super bionic human now, yeah, that can't catch COVID yeah. and I only got a sprinkle of it. Like, and they can't even detect the COVID in me too tough, you get me? So, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> I don't know, but like, how the fuck am I only positive, slightly positive for one day? I think, yeah, I think maybe you had it previously and you just didn't know. And you yeah. only tested yourself when this babe said that she had it because and i say that because when i tested positive it was i think it was already in my system for like four or five days but i tested I, each day because of the girl that had it the girl that we were linked with because yeah. i'm not gonna lie i was like yeah i definitely got it from this girl because we were singing in each other's faces without a gig and we we're literally singing in each other's faces so i'm just like yeah there's no way that me and this, the girl who got it on tuesday as well the same time as me we both were doing this with this girl so like both of us have to have covid there's no way we haven't got covid we we're negative we we're testing every single day and we we're negative no, but that makes sense. But the timeline you've explained to me, you've had it before. You just discovered it when you tested like negative positive that day. Because it's impossible to have COVID for one day. You've already had it. 
But I'm telling you, don't say it's impossible because it's possible. I am the possible. You know what I mean? No, 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 not one day. Listen, <laughs> your immune system just banged, and thankfully, you didn't have symptoms like to that. To be fair, I've had the booster recently. So, what if the booster was suppressing the symptoms and it wasn't allowing the test to be positive? You get me? I generally think you. I did have a sore throat. Remember last week, guys? I was coughing during the recording. You guys are lucky you didn't catch it. That then you had it. But then. I was, but I was negative on the test. The test was saying negative, so I was here just living my life. Not I don't know on Sunday. Yeah, I think yeah, I think last Sunday you had it when you were coughing. <laughs> you had it, bro. If that's what COVID is like, then COVID is nothing. Like it is. You shut guys up. are just well, shut up. Shut you guys are weak. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I was fine. I was. I was half dying, guys. Oh my god, I was saying my dry was right before I went to sleep because I was like, this is it. This is gonna take me out. Oh, uh, you know what the worst thing about COVID is that no one else talks about is literally the cough. Like it's like a tickly cough in the front of your throat. And guys, I will take the fever. I will take the aching pain. I will take your organs hurt when you actually have all the symptoms. Your organs will randomly start hurting. I'll take all of that. That tickly cough that wakes me up in the middle of the night that can go die. That can go uh, die. That's what we we thank God for the vaccine because boy, they that, must. Uh, I, yeah, that, that, I didn't. I didn't have that experience. Thank you, Matt Hancock. Thank you, Matt Hancock. Ew, guys! Yesterday, Hancock, yeah, I was know. watching. I was watching a podcast. You know that podcast that Molly May was on, yeah? Did I ever see you? It, Why are they having Matt, Matt Hancock? Why are you watching? Because it's like, it, bro, I saw Matt Hancock and I was like, why is he on a podcast right now? You know what he said? I, I, I think she <laughs> follows Diary of a fucking CEO. Ask me, are you trying to be a CEO? What is this? Yes, yes. Yeah, I'm trying to be rich one day. We'll be CEOs, bro. Of what? I don't know, but... Piss off. Owning a business. Yes. Paying taxes yourself. We pay it anyway and it goes to shit. No, so it goes it. out of your... It goes out of your um paycheck now. <laughs> Yeah, you're going to have to and if you miss a penny the IRA after you so what hey, now listen I would happily pay tax if I was living on 100k plus do you know what even happens yeah do you know why you should be CEO we should really pay tax anyway so what tax would I be paying I'll be avoiding it too yeah clothes. I was gonna say I was gonna say I, I, do you know what yeah when you hundred period. k and you're you're taking home 60k yeah fam <laughs> I'd be dodging tax too I'd be dodging tax too yeah, but these men don't pay tax so sign me up but nonetheless, yeah, I heard about that podcast that man, man, Hancock was on. And my guy said, didn't he say yeah, that he broke the rules because he was in love? What the fuck? Yes, I saw that. <laughs> <laughs> so the spoilers, I haven't watched that bit yet. Oh, no, but it was like all, all over Twitter. Like, I was doing all of the articles, bro. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. But, <laughs> not going to lie. Do you think I'm sat down watching Diary of a fucking CEO? Wait, it's no, I saw the articles. Guys, you need to watch it. It's, he's actually a character. He's bullied in school and it all makes sense. I'm I'm sorry, but I'm not here, here to public um, a personality. I'm not signing up to this. Just because you grabbed me astro and lockdown, yeah, it doesn't mean you get to become a real I can star. imagine Matt Hancock getting bullied. Like I can vividly picture <laughs> Matt He got bullied in the government, bro. Um, do you know what the, the one thing I can say? Bully Boris. Him. The one thing I can slightly rate him on is that he got caught with this babes yeah. He said, you know what, fuck it, I'm going public with her. The way he was grabbing like Yash, guy, no, that no. video was fucking hilarious. When are we gonna get that kind of humor back? It's true, you know. At least lockdown gave us some true laughs, you know. Um, <laughs> lockdown gave us so much entertainment, and it's only because the most chaotic Tory government ever is in power. No, it's true. No, but it's just I, I found it so funny. Like him and his babes, like they're out in public, they live their lives. You know, they they're living their truth. So I'm like, you know what? Yeah, at least you. Look, and there's some sluts. No, but it is, nah, there's some sluts. 
They <laughs> are, but listen, I rate it because you've done all of this and you risk your whole marriage, you risk your job for this, babe. Stick with her. Because if you had broken up, your marriage is gone. No, but like, if you had stuck, if you had not stuck with her, it would like, so you did all of that for what? You know what? No offense, though. I have no, I have no sympathy for the for the wife because why? Why in the first place did you get married to Matt, Matt Hancock? <laughs> but well, like, that was your L from the job. That's true. Well, maybe you had a nice personality. Who knows? She's a Tory. Tories can't have nice personalities. It's literally. She's a Tory too. So. No, but exactly. That's what I mean. She, he can't have a nice personality. She can't have a nice personality. She deserves to get cheated on. The girl with the nyash had a bigger nyash. <laughs> but what was she gonna say? I smoke before we derailed. Anyways, let me tell my, my Uber Eats story. Basically, this didn't happen to me. This happened to my friend, right? She was like, talk about this on your podcast. Uber Eats must pay for their crimes. Guys, there's a pandemic. There's another pandemic going on. Yeah. Again. A pandemic where Uber Eats are just, their drivers are just not being fed properly. properly. They're not being fed properly. <laughs> they're eating other people's food. I don't know where this is going. They're eating people's food. <laughs> Basically, my good sis, shout out to my good sis Hero. She ordered some like dessert from like Casper's, yeah? So the guy bought the dessert for her and her family. He bought the dessert, but he missed out her dessert. He missed out her cookie dough. So now, yeah, she's seeing that her food isn't there. So she's calling him. He's like, like, he's not picking up. So she calls the restaurant. The restaurant now tells her, we gave him all the food. We gave him everything. Like, sorry, sis, is what it is. So she's trying to get a refund or whatever, whatever. And then she calls the guy again. He picks up and he, and she, and he, she was like, you, ha- you didn't give me my cookie dough. And she, he's like, no, no, I gave you everything. I gave you everything no you didn't he's like okay maybe i missed it let me check let me check oh yeah it's here how are you missing it first of all that's the first red flag well, how are you missing it you, you you have the one bag it's not gonna hide in a little nook and cranny the little cookie dough box is it i said to her, that's the first red flag you should have you should have said alarm bells yeah he's like i'll come in five minutes i'm just delivering another order cool now he comes here he gives the food he leaves she opens the box. I swear to God, guys, I'll even I'll even post the TikTok. She filmed it on her. Like, it's, I'll post it on our clean up story when this comes out. The thing is half eaten. It's not even nibbled. It's eaten. Like he took he took, he took half of the cookie dough. He took half of the. She was emotional. She was like, I was craving this shit. How am I supposed to eat it now? Oh, it's it was so that. sad. I told her he just wanted to share. He just wanted to share with you. No, but there's there's two things wrong with it. First of all, they ate it. Be that he gave her the half eaten cookie. <laughs> exactly. you know, what are you thinking? <laughs> Why not? Just, 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 just the crime. Just let him through the crime. It would have been worse. It would have been mu- less just worse. Let him the crime. Just to you for him to just rub the whole thing and not give it to her. It's, then it's like now him. admit to the fact that he's half eaten it. <laughs> it's people like him that you can't rob a bank with because he'll go around saying we did it, we did it, it was me. He'll give he'll give back half the money to the bank. <laughs> I was actually so shocked. The audacity of him to bring it as well. To fully drive back with half the This is why we need to bring back shame in 2022, man. What the fuck? <laughs> what the Do you fuck? know what yeah, these stories? It'd be easy to feed their drivers. They need to start giving them. Nah, I'm so off. sorry. These stories are the reason why whenever my drivers are even a little bit late with my food, I'm like <laughs> I get angry. I'm like, what are you guys doing? Are you sad fucking it's funny, you'll, eat, you'll eat in my popcorn chicken right now. To be fair, yeah, it's not the first time. There's been plenty of videos online where like delivery drivers have been caught eating pizza outside. Like I've seen on people's food, if people find their drivers yumming their food, and I'm like, why would you go all the way there to just <gasps> eat their food around the corner? Oh I've- my god, about delivery drivers, guys! Yeah. I have a funny story. <laughs> this story is only going to cement what Ray thinks about my area where I live in, guys. She okay. thinks it's ghetto. I don't think I arguably. Guys, so for years, 
you had to get out you had to like um whenever you ordered domino's specifically domino's like the only pizza brand you'd have to go all the way downstairs mm-hmm. and then exit the block to pick up the pizza do you know why because back in the day when everyone was you know when they when they used to come into the block my neighbors are not civilized individuals well there's something very wrong with them so they jumped multiple multiple domino's drivers jumped them stole their peds stole their motorcycle stole the food and after that domino's fully said we're not coming into your demon fucking block and you know i know it's true as well not even not too long ago my sister was trying to order something and the delivery driver was downstairs and he just messages her sorry i got jumped they stole the food but um i'm gonna go back to the restaurant and get it for you again i screamed i screamed i said my neighbors are still on this bullshit they're still on it at this point i need to buy these niggas food you guys are saying uber doesn't feed their delivery drivers my neighbors don't feed their fucking kids bro Yes. Do you know what's so funny though? I know that the one is I would just start getting it myself. There's no point. No, at that point we had to start a collection as well. Like I'm yeah, gonna say, say, get it for us every time. Yeah, because if you order every time, there's a chance that it just won't come. So rather than take that chance, I'd go get it myself. But you know what's funny? It's funny you say that. I had something happen to me yesterday with a beast delivery driver. Me and my friend, we ordered um we ordered sushi dog, yeah. And this like imagine we ordered at seven and then it was the place wasn't far like it's like 20 minutes away the longest it should have taken was 45 minutes 7 30 comes no one's picked it up 7 45 comes no one picks it up they keep pushing the um the arrival time later and later and later and later and later to the point where it got to an hour and a half and we said fam this food is not coming because it was just they couldn't find somebody to pick it up do you know what we had to do we got ourselves up went to sushi dog and we said you know bonnet they're gonna um, order the cancel the order anyway what happens when we go to sushi dog? Our food is there waiting. And then we said, you know what? That's our food that we ordered on Uber. Can we just take it? Because at that point, by the time we got to sushi dog, they already cancelled the order because it had been an hour and a half. Anybody getting that shit? And I said, you know what? Just take it. I said, you know what, Fez? So I'm not mad at it. It was free food, but it was the fact that, you know, you're sitting there craving something. To go and get it yourself defeats the whole purpose of me ordering it. However, nobody wanted to pick, pick it up for whatever reason. And at least you got free food out of it. So I don't know why I go off with these lot because I've never seen such a thing where they couldn't find a single driver in a very popular area. Question, yeah. Does sushi get cold? I just was wondering just the other day, like, does sushi get cold? Well, yeah, but the one like the one that we no, babe, it gets warm. No, oh. sushi is sushi is cold, guys. Oh, it's just it gets to be served warm. Cold. It's supposed to yeah. be served cold. I just never had really sushi like that. So like, I was just wondering this the other day, like. My friend went to us anyways. No, it gets warm. It gets warm. That's the problem. It gets warm. And when like raw fish is warm, that's just nasty. That's when it starts, yeah, it starts to smell weird too. Like that's when it smells like mm. fish. Like it's not meant to smell like fish like that. But it was just jarring because it was just like thank God get up and get the food. What was the point? Sat there for an hour and a half hungry for something that Yeah, no, fish is so weird though. It is, but you know what, yeah, that's let's let's wrap up. Because if we go into Uber Eat stories, we'll be here all day. Everybody has a story. Every person has a story. Share it now on 0800-456-7732. You could sponsor an Uber Eats driver to be fed. (laughs) (laughs) Why would was an Uber Eats driver? Guys, they're actually going to boycott our podcast. Chill, chill. No, I swear to God, this podcast is anti-Uber in general. Like, I'm telling you now. First, they're fucking taxis, and now they're fucking Uber Eats drivers. No, I swear to God. I have an agenda. I have an agenda. This is, I'm telling you guys, it's a pandemic. The whole company needs to get f- taken down. 
was trying to take them down and everyone got upset at him Bon him bro for what again. sorry i don't care bon him you're talking about cfl why was an uber that an uber from my house that to a place that's like 10 minutes was 23 pounds because of the troop strikes yeah. Because yeah. Uber has no respect for us. That's what it is, guys. Jacking up prices cool. should be a. Al- it should be illegal. It should be illegal. Do you know what's so funny? You guys mentioned the tube strike, so, so we're gonna segue into something else. Because guess who left the house on a tube strike? Me, to go see who, Mr. Dave. Listen, <laughs> I saw a TikTok. This girl I know ended up blowing man. up. Ended up blowing up, yeah. And she was like, "Oh, me, uh, me and my friends trying to work out how we're gonna get to Dave today." <laughs> Bro, bro, listen, listen, it's not even about that. Yeah, she should have made a TikTok for how she was getting home because everyone anticipated that it was going to be like peak. But before I get into that, first of all, that man, sorry, he's going to, I'm sorry, I don't care to anybody who's, he's, he live, resides in this country, I don't care, Dave's better than you. Like, he is so good in what he does, it's absolutely so mad. Like, you know it's mad when you see a show once and you want to see it again knowing that more you're going to see the same thing again but you just want to go like um i went both days i went monday and tuesday because i'm a you know, constant fiend and it was just like you actually get your money's worth not that i paid the full amount but like <laughs> it could never be you could never yeah, be you yeah, it couldn't however you should no, look at the top scammer guys when it comes to concerts she has never paid full price for a ticket in her life or oh, I did once upon a time, but like <laughs> you actually get your money's worth because when I saw that it was 60, 70 pounds to begin with, I said, you know what, hmm, this man must be coming with like top-notch production in it. And do you know what's so funny? Um, on both days, he had like really great production. He had like obviously he had like a choir for certain songs, obviously a full live band, because you know nowadays all men do is they come on the stage with their DJ and their backing track and they walk up and down. And it's giving mediocre. This man came. And, and the tracksuit. Don't forget the tracksuit. The tracksuit. <laughs> forget the same damn tracksuit. And they come with the auto tune. And do you, you know what men normally do? They scream. All they know is how to shout their song. It's so irritating. That's why Wireless pissed me off. But, anyways, he came with like clarity. He came with production. He came with a set list that made sense. Like a lot of the earlier first half was like um, psychodrama and stuff that was earlier. He had a B stage. I haven't seen a B stage in a long time. And for those who don't know what B stage is, it's another stage that they kind of have, like maybe towards the middle of the arena. Um, that's not like the main stage. And then he did like um the kind of more fast-paced up-tempo songs there. Like um, did like no words up there. He did um Tiago Silva with AJ Tracy, like all the kind of like ish kind of tunes that he has that gets the white going that's nothing i noticed i know he's mainstream i don't know why people there i don't know why i was shocked but regardless don't take away from anything um literally the whole show was like 10 10 in terms of production clarity everything yeah but one thing i noticed and this is why i say he's better than you because <laughs> and you as an other male um artist in this country is that he um but the first night, yeah, we were blessed because he did um, he did In the Fire. And if you know what that song is, it has five people on it, including him. And if you watch the, if you watch the Brits performance, it was essentially that again, but like for a concert version. So he brought out gigs, he brought out Meeks, he brought out Getz, and he brought out Fredo. Um, <laughs> and what I noticed was that like he, like Dave himself, 
his lungs are made out of something else because this man doesn't meet, um doesn't miss a beat doesn't miss a breath either like he sounds just like the studio version and the reason why that shocked me was because normally when men come on stage you just come and shout the songs at you like they're all davido and um he would like um, every time he'd bring somebody on you could just see the difference in stamina levels like he brought out aj tracy for example for tiago silva dave is like rapping like his life depends on it and you can't hear him go out of breath once and then he'll bring out like someone like aj tracy for example and the guy is missing every other line to basically catch a breath so i'm there just thinking this is the problem why when you perform with somebody like dave because they will show you out in terms of like how much work your stamina has to do and then what the thing the biggest thing that shocked me was like on night two he brought out central c and obviously the, uh, the arena lost their minds and i've never seen central c shout that much before as in this guy is screaming the lyrics today in the life yeah like as if he was about he was about to take his last breath and then you have dave on the side who's so calm and just like literally you know when someone does like the the hold your breath challenge something like that can just spit the words clear and fast and doesn't miss a beat and then man them on the side are just huffing and puffing uh, missing lyrics same thing with fredo he'll just walk around say a line say a line eh. say a line. i'm just thinking bro, you don't have so much work to do in terms of your stamina and performance and that's why dave is better everybody all right that's my case dave when you decide to finally stop fucking with white girls well i'm here i love you you're so handsome. <laughs> let's not even talk about that. But in regards to it, he's so good live. It was actually worth going home after two days. And that brings me to the choose track. So obviously he has a lot of young fans here. And you know, you know, us ourselves, worst case scenario, if that Uber is looking hefty, I'll take the L. Do you know what I mean? I can. However, if I was 18, 19, 17, trying to get him from the A2 and Uber told me 50 pounds, I'm gonna have to start swimming. Because there is no way I could pay for that. So I was looking around at all these youths here because by the time it had ended, he started half an hour late, which I'm assuming was just to give people a bit more time because we were running in there like 8.40 as if the show wasn't about to begin and we were barely just making it and they were still busy when we were coming in. And then um, we just come out after and there are just youths everywhere. Bus station packed. They closed the cable cars. So that's half people going to East London. You have to find a new route. The bus station was packed. Buses were not moving. Buses were breaking down. And even if you got a bus here, it was like, the way you'd be sitting in traffic, the bus wasn't going anywhere. Hold on, so hold on, hold on. People actually take cable cars to get somewhere. Well, when there's no tube, you get it to Royal Victoria and then <gasps> like in East London. So you can at least get your bus. You're joking! Yeah, it's not, people actually get it. Well, what? I thought it was just a fucking tourist attraction this whole time. I didn't know that they were actually useful. Oh my god! I do not know London, and I'm glad, honestly. Fuck, fuck every other part of London. I don't think it's like people's everyday commute kind of thing. But you know what? There's no tube. It's an alternative. So when you look for the, the alternative, people just look at each other like, "So what the hell are we going to do now?" Oh, <laughs> uh, me and I remember the the two people I was with. We just looked at each other like. Fine, we got to start walking. <laughs> so we had to walk all the way to main Greenwich, yeah? And only from there could we figure out a route home because we were like, bro, fam, even if we fight to get on a bus, yeah? It'll be a fight in vain because the buses don't go anywhere. Because all, within the, all the buses and all the cars trying to leave, myth. Absolute myth. So ultimately, with all that being said, Boris, 
accept whatever they want. Please, please give them whatever they want. I'm looking at you and you only. If they want more money, give them more money. If they want better privileges, give them more privileges. Please, we actually can't take this life. Like, even somebody was telling me the next day that they were in so much traffic, they ended up missing the concert. And they had to, once they did, they weren't getting there in time. They had to do U-turn. Because the amount of traffic they had in London, it was just... 70 pounds you know also i was gonna say um i think londoners are actually crybabies i think we're all crybabies and i appreciate it because whenever we see that like a concert ticket is more than 50 pounds we're all like you think you're worth 50 we all get so huffy puffy americans are paying 270 for the same fucking ticket for the same artist but that being said yeah we cried but it was still sold out even with the cheap strike that it was how much were the whiskey tickets around the same it's the way Wizkid got sold out, guys, we're never going to see that again in our lives. The way people were scrambling for Wizkid tickets, that was incredible. And even then, Wizkid was just, now that I've sat on it, it just, it was, it was a big party. And I can firmly say that. It was just a Dude, big Dude, I feel like it was actually like a period of time. Like, I, the Wizkid, like, it was a fucking weekend. Like, I remember... I mean, I like, was talking about Wizkid for at least two weeks entirely. Wizkid flu. These niggas called COVID Wizkid flu. And I even ended up getting it. <laughs> I got the Wizkid flu. But nonetheless, I think if you have a chance to go see Dave on this tour, or like, I mean, it's probably ended by now in the UK at least. However, if you get a chance to see that man live, just know you get a quality performance and you're not going to get a man that shouts at you like you do at Wireless. I, before we before that was a be- oh, that was that would have been a beautiful transition into the talk about wireless yeah but I, I i missed the whole i didn't get to put my two cents into like davia yeah, and why i think that he's better at performing than everybody else yeah it's because he actually cares about music <laughs> i was gonna say he actually cares about music some of, these other, some of your other faves mandem doesn't care, mm-hmm. don't care about music they care about the bag so yeah. they don't put work into their craft my guy learned piano and guitar and all that shit for the, for the so guitar much. The guitar he learned recently. That one. I was like, this man and his craft. You know, what you mean? know it's so funny yeah, you like, say that. Asma. It's so funny you say that because that's exactly what he said. And like, I reminds you of one of the things that he said towards the end of the show. He was like, before he brings out the guitar, he explained how, you know, he started learning it in September, blah, blah, blah. And he said, yeah, you don't pay money for a show as in to come and see me. So what I want to do is actually basically make the show worth your while. So... He brings out the guitar, does instrumentals, brought out guests. I said, hmm, this is somebody who cares. And that is, is, he is a Glastonbury boy now, guys. I'm so sorry to say. Hey, stage, baby. My guy, my guy learned electric. He's giving Oasis. It's giving Oasis. I don't care. It's giving, it's giving Hendrix. That's what, that's what I thought to myself when I watched the Brit performance. I was like, he oh said, let God. me channel my inner Jimi Hendrix. Let me go. And during the tour, like he continued playing the guitar for like certain songs. I just and then he would bring out the piano, do some songs on the piano. I just said, This is why I came again in a tube strike. It's actually worth the pee. Guys, this is what I'm saying. Dave is like one of the only people, like celebrities, especially that I understand why everyone and their mum has a crush on him because he's just that nigga. Like he is that nigga. Just, just multi-talented just and you know guitar is not easy to learn i have tried no. it is a hard ass instrument like you know how Girl, my guitar, guitar is sitting, my guitar is sitting there and picking up dust from like eight years ago i picked it up it wasn't in your i said anyways my hands hurt i don't know how people do this truly i did four lessons and me me and my three friends we thought oh yes 
lesson. Let's go do. Let's learn how to be. Let's be babes that can strum randomly. Let's pick up a guitar. Let's be, let's be quirky. Mm, quirky who? Quirky where? That takes too much. Too much effort to be quirky. It was giving Tumblr. It was giving Tumblr. Honestly, Tumblr is the reason I started trying to learn how to play the guitar. I wanted to be them. Them babes that pick up and start playing Wonderwall. Like literally, I just wanted to be those people. But say that I had a fucking obsession with guitars when I was younger. The mom literally, guys, my first guitar is like one of them Yamaha guitars. It's so expensive. Yeah, <laughs> my bro. mom I saw it when we were in Dubai. This is such this sounds like such a fucking middle class story, Jesus. So me mom and my sister, we were she in rich, Dubai girl. and we she were walking rich. through the Dubai mall. I know I'm not, I've just been to the Middle East too many fucking times. Richrina. We were walking through the mall. I saw the Yamaha guitar, this exact guitar, and I was like, oh my God, I want that. Mom said, fuck no. I'm not taking a fucking guitar into my house. Are you stupid? Anyway, not even two months later, she goes back to Dubai, and I'm at home with my dad, and she comes in through the door. She didn't even tell us she was coming home that day, guys. And she had a fucking guitar in her hands, and she gave me the guitar, and it was the same guitar from two months ago, and I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. I wish I Never was fucking I wish played it. my mom, because my parents, uh, when I asked them for a guitar and a keyboard, wallahi, my parents, yeah, hmm, the, the haram come, police comes out when they want, don't want to pay for something. <laughs> it comes out when they don't pay for something. Oh. I wanted to go to fucking stage school. No, you're not, you're not going to after school. Stage stage school. Haram. I wanted to go to Sylvia at one point. <laughs> Guys, you should have known me when I was when I was 10, bro. I was, I was, I thought I was going to be fucking on, on the West End. Anyways, yeah. It was giving Rachel Berry. I like it. I, they said haram, you're not going to, you know, after school uh, drama class. Um... Guitar? No, haram. You can't be. Bro, I wanted to play the saxophone at one point, yeah. Haram, I'm not paying for a saxophone. Um, Are you Lisa Simpson? Why the fuck did you want to play a saxophone? School, basically, my school gave me free lessons for like, like a whole half term, and I was like, I want to keep up with this. I love I'm learning how to play the things in the I want to play the saxophone, yeah. No. British version of a band kid. Oh oh guys, I was I was the British version of a British kid. I, I was dying to be talented. But no one would let me, no one would invest in my talent. Like, you know, I think mean, <laughs> <laughs> the keyboard. No, 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 with the saxophone, then my mom was extra, extra rude with that one. She said, Haram, and also people that say in the face of saxophone get fatter. I can't have you get fatter than you. <gasps> <laughs> no guys she said it would love though she said it would love don't worry my mom wasn't evil like <laughs> she was still she was no, like no, everyone still. who plays anyone who plays trumpet saxophone anything where you have to blow you puff up more apparently according according <laughs> to her that's what i mean yeah like back home everyone who plays the trumpet everyone who plays the trumpet is fat <laughs> so if you play the saxophone you're pushing too much air you're making your lungs big up they're listening to things Oh, the song was way Reasoning It's giving the same reason as um. Do you know when you say like your leg hurts? That's because you're on the phone. All the time. <laughs> same energy. Same energy. You're playing on waiters because you're playing the fucking saxophone. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, that is. My mom so- was not taking that risk. I was already a chubby child. She was not taking that risk. There actually needs to be a support group for like um chubby kids who grew up in ethnic families. I swear to God. I swear to God. I will start it, guys. Just sign up um for (laughs) ten pounds a month. You can help chubby kids who grow up. Call eight. The way my sister, the way my sister will like talk about her stories, and I'm like, damn. Like, damn. This is bullying. 
That reminds me when I was younger, and I said, <laughs> and I, I, was, I said, oh no, um, I remember I really wanted to learn how to do ballet. It was like a five minute phase, yeah. And the, I, the reason I got told why I couldn't sign up to ballet is because they were like, um, <laughs> they said, I, was like, I don't, I don't think you're right for it. That makes sense in terms of like, you know, if anyone wants to lift you, for example, they're like, I don't, I don't think you could find ballet. <laughs> Now, was that a reason just so they don't have to pay for it? Or was that a reason because yeah, they genuinely exist? It's, it's absolutely so they don't have to pay for it because I don't That's the most Marley you know, thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, I don't think who, what you is lifting each other in fucking ballet. You do players and shit, man. Do you imagine, guys, how talented we would be, would be right now? Like, imagine we could be Dave. Honestly. If somebody actually let Because remember, he told the story about his mum getting him a, a piano. Uh, yeah, keyboard or whatever. I was 400 pounds and he was 15. My parents needed to get your. That's so funny. Imagine me. I could, I could ask my mom, can I get a piano with my own fucking money right now? No one would laugh in my face. When Dave said that, he was like, my mom got me um, a piano and it was like, she scraped pennies for it. Like it was, she had like proper grinded, didn't really like eat like that to provide for it. I'm thinking, hmm, my parents are told to fuck off. But, anyways, mm-hmm. Dave is now, look what I am. It's making sense. They would say, would you rather eat or would you rather play your stupid little tunes? You know, yeah. Fuck it. They would say, yeah, haram. haram yeah, they wouldn't haram, even say haram. eat. They would never ever say that. They would say, haram. How you put an instrument into the house? <laughs> oh, so you want to learn how to play songs where you don't even know the Quran? <laughs> you know what? To be fair, yeah, they were protecting us from hellfire. Anyways, yeah. <laughs> no, they <laughs> weren't. They were protecting their pockets. Anyways, um, Their intention so- was their pockets. But inadvertently... <laughs> In as well, you know, right thing, but that's all to say if you can see Dave, please do it. He's five months older than me. Look what he is, it's making a lot of sense. Parents, he's anyway. five months older than you. Yes, he's a 98 baby. I know, <gasps> shocking, shocking. Oh, it's so weird. You're the same, you're in the same friggin' year as Salma. That's so weird. My sister goes, um, but that's to say, um, what do y'all think of the wireless lineup? They said. <laughs> They said y'all can't get us for saying no female for having no female. It's like a whole weekend of just females. That's exactly. exactly Nothing like that was literally our criticism last time. Our, our yeah. criticism last time. If we go back to that episode, you guys can probably fucking check. Our criticism was why the fuck is this so like? There's too many dicks in the party. Yeah, and what ended up happening? It ended up being a midi festival. It's so funny because it was like it's like it's like the wireless team sat there and they said, "Hmm, look at let's see what we got violated for last year." Every single thing we got valid for, no females, cool. And I feel like they kept seeing on Twitter that you know how people kept bringing back the 2015 lineup where it had like Drake, Nicki Minaj, all the Americans. Basically, people were saying, We'll never get a wireless like this again. They said, I bet they went and called Anika Mirage for whatever the fuck she is and said, Did you want to do wireless again? And it was like, I'm mad. I'm more shocked to the, the fact that she said yes. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm quite nervous for her to be a wireless because I've deeped. We haven't really seen her perform like that in a while. So who knows what that's going to give it. I'm, I'm prepared for it to be a bit chaotic, but that's fine. They said, I bet we'll bring you females. We'll bring you Americans. We'll bring you ASAP Rocky that nobody asked for. Well, how, what that kind man's of... always available. He's always available for wireless. No, but, no, but how is it that he's always headlining? He what keeps his July done? free for that wireless. He keeps his July no, free every how is, No, but to do what? What? Who is saying... Well, God, I, mean, I can't think of one ASAP hit, but we move. No, like... Why if he brings Rana with the baby? Please, she would be probably just with a newborn. She ain't coming to wireless. Fisby Park, good God forbid. But my thing was, it was like, 
who a who asked face up rocky b what kind of spiritual bondage do you guys have that you keep bringing this man as a headliner and please tell me a hit in the five like the last five years yeah that will make you think oh i really want to see him as a headliner let's let's have a moment to think affordable you know what i mean you're so fucking rude you're so rude checks and balances you know to be able to guys, have nikki so they have sorry. to have asap one day you get me Guys, I'm so you know, yeah, Brianna probably paid for his entry. Brianna probably paid for him to be on that. Give my mom out there. Let me just drop your little Fenty check. I'm a billionaire. Let me just drop your little cheeky Fenty check. It Damn, makes, guys, she's actually paying for his designer right now. That's really something. It makes absolutely no sense. Let that man go, wireless, please. I'm not gonna lie. Long live Atop is a good album, but I was fucking all of his his old shit is really good. Yeah, but old shit. So why are you headlining in 2020? I don't even know what his modern shit is. What babushka? <laughs> Thank you. So why are you headlining in 2022? Oh Thanks. my god, do you guys know? Do you guys remember when Trump um, tweeted, Let's get ASAP home ASAP <laughs> when he was in Swedish Sweden? <laughs> guys, the lie politics that year, everything was a fucking simulation. There's no yeah. way this is real. I just couldn't believe it. But yeah, I just, um, they did better. I'm actually looking forward to wireless. The fact that it's in two locations is a bit, it's a bit higgy to me in the sense of. Anyone that went to Crystal Palace last year, you knew how shit that park was. So hold tight, anyone going this year, you will not see me there. No, do you know, know how I- funny it is to put anything in South London? I'm so sorry. What are you gaining oh, from that? Southeast of London. You're so hard to get. <laughs> you know what's so jokes though? Like I actually considered like buying tickets this time, but then I realized my trauma from the last time. But um, uh, they have payment plans. <laughs> huh? Not Klarna. Not Klarna. They, they have, no, like as in you can pay like over like a. I don't even know who it's with, but they have That's payment plans for 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 um for wireless ticket. It's not on Klarna though. I don't know. I didn't. I don't fully. I didn't go to the. Checkout it probably process. is one of them. But it's like you can pay. You can get three days of tickets and like pay them and stuff like a, a payment plan. Um. They're trying like, to ruin wow. everyone's credit, bro. They're yeah. trying to ruin every. They're trying to ruin eighty-year-olds' credits. Oh my god! Oh. On top of that, speaking of credit, real quick, yeah. Someone, so, guys, you ha- have you had that one TikTok, TikTok sound? It's like, uh, if I am I broke, am I business? That one, yeah, that goes. That, yeah. Uh, so many people are bitting themselves out. Yeah, how can this one girl bait herself out? She's in two K overdraft. Yeah, hey. and she says in the caption, "It's like got oh, something to do with like wi- getting wireless tickets or whatever." Um, I was like, two K overdraft for wireless tickets? I could could never be me. It is really not that serious. It's kind of fucked they did that. I mean, it's good for those who, like, I guess, if you do want to go, you can pay in, like, installments. But it's kind of mad because what they've done is they've put um, two weekends in two locations, yeah, on two different weekends. So that's, um, if you look at the lineups, yeah, if you're, like, an overexcited 18, 19-year-old and you see that Cardi B is doing one weekend and, let's say, Scissors is doing the next one, you're going to do that payment plan for both weekends. And I could just imagine how much money that is for like all three days, for example. That 18 year old is going to be paying that off till they're 24. Everyone's student finance is gone right now. All the young ones, their student finance is finished. Do you know what? Yeah, can I just say, guys? I was thinking about it. First of all, um, student finance are some niggas for getting like 18 year olds in this fucking actual like insurance fucking plan where you have to pay back and all of this nonsense. Like, you're putting them in debt. Second of all, 18, 18, straight out of, like, even if they don't want to go to uni, they've been convinced. Anyway, um, that aside, I'm so glad I've never had an overdraft in my life because I don't think I'd be able to handle it. Like, seeing the fact that I'm minus blah, 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 yeah, I, it that. would drive me crazy. It's not <laughs> worth it. That Montclair jacket that you're going to get, you're going to enjoy I it. I would never sleep one. if I go into overdraft. I would never, ever, I already no. don't sleep when I, like, 
when I'm like verging on being broke, I can't. I'm like, oh my god, I only have this you know You're telling me if I'm I in minus, ah, I will never sleep again. I've already I some call it negative. I call it negative money for a reason. It's negative money for two things. It's in minus and it's literally negative. Like it's not a good thing that it's in negative. But yeah, like I, I'm looking like all of my uni people, they all used to just go into their overdraft and then be like, uh, oh, it's okay. It's the next week, we'll pay it off. You're mad. But if you are 18, 19 year old and you're considering doing a payment plan, it's not a problem. Just really think about it. Really, it really is a problem. Don't do it. It is a problem. Don't do it. Yeah, if you don't have the money stop. now, you're not gonna have the money later. No, but I'm not. I'm gonna say like it's a horrible idea because it, it does help some people rather than pay two hundred pounds well, up front. But hundred yeah. percent. But I think only do that if you have at least yeah. half of the money already now. Yeah, like I do. You know what I mean, like, can you really afford it, or is it next month? And then? try to pay it off early, so then you don't have to end up paying any interest on it. And it's not. Uh, yeah, and it's also not worth bailing at your door for wireless. Please, let's think about it. <laughs> taking your fucking taking your couch and your TV. <laughs> What is Can't pay, we'll take it away for real, for all. Oh no, but we'll, we'll see. The wireless, the lineup looks good. Yeah, I, I'm a bit worried that they're kind of overdoing it with the names because I remember after seeing about 50 names, they were like, "More to come." I should get more to come. Where that little video montage they put up, I was like, they said. I was like, no way, no way, no. But do you know what is? I wonder how much people are gonna cancel last minute. They're gonna drop out. Yeah, that's what I thought. 2018 I said, I'm when I went. I was excited for Miss Miss Cardi. Did she even go? No, but do you know what? I think maybe maybe that's why they put so many names because for the ones that are inevitably gonna drop out, yeah, at least they'll be like compensated in that way. But we'll see. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'll try to go if I can. Hold tight for a wireless update in July. Yeah, and one thing that I did want to talk about last week that we didn't because it was in the midst of coming back and we had like bare things to talk about. Yeah, is that um. I wanted like us to quickly pay our respects, obviously, to Jamal Edwards in it because without him, you think it'd be wireless. First of all, half mm-hmm. of these rappers would be in their mom's basements if it wasn't for him. And um, I wanted to like pay respects, especially because I did have like the pleasure of encountering him while he was still here. Um, like I interned a little bit for him at the beginning of like 2021, and I remember when um I was intro to him. But this guy is so busy like he's a millionaire first of all yeah and it was a mentor i had at the time that introduced me to him and um literally it didn't i didn't have to respond didn't have to say yeah didn't have to listen to, to this young girl who was just confused with her life in uni didn't know what she wanted to do and then i remember he took the time um i spoke to him on the phone and i told him what i was trying to do and i was like no i'm trying to do something creative this blah 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 and then he was like okay cool without a question he was like you know why don't you come and see what you can do over at SBTV? Because it's it was still it's still running like even today, and it was like peak lockdown, nothing to do. But it's the fact that you know he stayed in contact and was like helping me get like my first bit of like experience in, in, in like in this industry. And it was like you didn't have to. And then come to find out, like obviously when he passed, the influx of stories of like how he did that for so many people. And I said, I don't know how this guy possibly had the time. And um, I remember it was like quite difficult with lockdown, but I remember he really wanted to be, be like proper involved in like things and doing and he like hear me out when I had ideas. And he was just a nice guy. Like, unfortunately, we never got to meet in person. Like we tried to make plans too, but you know, God knows best in it. Like those plans never came to fruition, mm-hmm. but it was just nice seeing how loved he was. That makes sense. Like it was yeah. shocking when the news came that he passed. But what came so quickly after was that there was just a, thousand and dozen does like so many stories of all the same thing of like him helping people out without asking of anything 
and without thinking twice like that selflessness you just just don't really see people like that yeah no. no i'm not gonna lie like the impact that he had on like black british culture literally is like the way that everyone that like grew up here went to um high school here could tell you something about svtv is insane some of the best content guys like every time i I will never forget the fucking did you guys remember the chuckle chuckle brothers and tiddy shredder yeah oh do you know the the content that man put out and he just didn't do it for the black people he also like these motherfuckers like ed sheeran bro ed sheeran Sheeran, all these man he put them on imagine like yeah no it was so it was like literally my heart dropped when i saw that i was like nah people have to be joking this is just this was not on the like this was not on the what i would imagine like to see people saying r.i.p jamal edwards on the timeline i was like and you know what is that bothered me a little bit though yeah was yeah like dropped it too quickly i'm like i'm here trying to look for concrete evidence that this guy like what if they just you know another thing where twitter has killed someone you get me like i was proper shook i was like it just it's it's too it's like people are too quick people are too quick to drop their I'm like, whoa, this is even like, whoa, relax, guys. Like, his family hasn't even put out a statement. Who, who knows that's if he's what, actually. I couldn't even find the news report. I couldn't even find BBC saying it yet. Because obviously, those people found out in different ways, yeah. But what was fucked about is that well, you, would, you would log on to Twitter and see speculation. Like, that's my problem with Twitter. How is there speculation about someone's death? Like, you know how mad that is? You're treating it like the, hot, like the hottest news on the planet. It's not gossip. Mm. And what was so fucked was like, you're not a family member you're not close to the family it's not your place to break news like this is clout is such a disease that people think is their duty to go and break news as if this is like the hot like the latest news on the block it's someone's passing and you're not their mother and what you've gone and done for the sake of a few retweets was take the chance of his actual mother breaking news like their family already going through a hard time and on top of that they got to deal with some morons on twitter who think it's their place to go and break news that is not wrong to him. Yeah. Imagine people that was close to him or something like they're just on Twitter and they say and they've not known yet and they there's like that's what scares me about the internet. Like how are you finding out people's like it's so like de- like death is like so casually just brought up on the internet. You get me like mm-hmm. people are dropping their RIPs and that before before the family people, even, before family and people who are close to them like even even know so the people you know I don't know if you guys in your culture but you know like when people like pass away you go to the family and you tell them like you're that like, you sit them down and you tell them why the fuck yeah. are you like why why is that shit over there over facebook and twitter now like do you know what i mean it's so like it's scary like oh like, it's, it's, scary anything. Face, like it's, it's so mad and it's just you took that away from his mother and she would have liked to have announced it in her own way i'm sure the family had their own way if already hard enough i'm sure but they had a plan to you know confirm the news and whatnot and it's a fan of like speculation is he of what like it's it's that's not what should be happening and obviously as the stories came out of like people you know saying r.i.p and saying blah blah blah, you know gradually it was confirmed that way but unless there's like an official link keep your hands to yourselves like just you know so crazy as well what you just said of people asking how i've seen that so much even with like you know regular people who don't who didn't work in like the limelight and stuff like that like someone will just be saying a story on tiktok and they'll be like oh yeah my sister died and then someone in the comments will have the nerve to actually say like how did she die story time story time about your sister's death and every time i'm genuinely shocked by like the callousness just because it's behind a screen doesn't mean you don't have like basic respect for other human beings and that's what's lacking that you see on twitter is basic respect because if you have answer respect you will never have tweeted it anyway and you'll be mm-hmm. asking why it doesn't matter why 
if they come and say what the reason is down the line that's on them point is he passed and there's a family going through something i have some decorum again like i swear it's because they want to slander people they want to say this that and even in death they don't lighten up like they don't chill internet is so scary sometimes i'm just thinking bro like people are meant to be sad and yet they're coming online and seeing all this bullshit like it's just Mm -hmm. a lot but like his his passing was very very heavy like whether you knew him or not if you were doing anything remotely creative you know that he has something to do in the fact that he probably opened the door for you without realizing because he did that for a lot of people like there'll be so many stories of someone will be like oh this happened because you know jamal rang me or like for example um do you know like the Perry remix with Ed Sheeran? Yeah. Well, there's anything. And but yet Ed Sheeran comes out and just goes, yeah, he wrote me and he said, you should do this remix. Like, it's just stuff like that. Like, wow, man. Mashallah. Like, what <laughs> what, what a guy, man. What a guy. Gone too soon. But yeah, I just wanted to just, like show respect quickly. Because even... Yeah, like, definitely. There's no way that we could do what we were doing today. But... He left yeah. his mark. He left yeah. his mark. And it's a huge, a massive, very impactful... And I guess, like, we could all take a little bit of him in the sense that I just, I don't know, be a little bit more selfless or stuff like that. I don't know. I don't help get other people it. out. No, I get what you mean, though. Like, if you're in a position where you can start helping people because you know you struggle to get up there, do it. We should all, we should all be, we are, we make up 2% of the country, man. Like, I like, a share, retweet. Just, and don't do it with, like, accepting anything back because that's just not how life works. You can't get up there. Exactly. But, yeah. Just be a good right. person, man. Like, yeah, rest in peace. Rest in peace, man. We, we really did lose. My heart goes out to like his friends and his family and everyone. And to those trolls. Hmm. Hope you learned to share this. Judgment day is waiting for you. you know Judgment I mean? day is waiting for you. Like, I'm not trying to be say too much because I'll be rude, but <laughs> yeah, judgment day is waiting. Just, just remember God's watching. Anyway. Exactly. Um. So I wanted to also talk about Love Is Blind. So by the time this comes out, the reunion episode is out. So if you have not. And I repeat, if you have not caught up on every single episode, start skipping out. Because what I say from now on, that's your own business to be spoiled to you. Um, uh, Love is Blind season two came out, yeah. And this season, if you've seen season one, this season in my eyes was the less successful season in terms of proving it's Love Blind. Because boy, was it not <laughs> for a lot of these people. <laughs> so um there was a specific couple yeah on um, love is blind um shake and deep tea and what you'll come to find is that the guy shake is um, how do i how do i not be rude i'm gonna be rude anyway he's a piece of trash as a character on a reality show not attacking him as a person when i slightly am he is an absolute piece of trash for how he treated um or his current babes at the time, Deep Tea. Because if you haven't seen Love is Blind, it's basically an experiment, yeah, where, you know, you get to know people in these pods that you are in by yourself. You don't see them, you don't talk to them, or you do talk to them, but you don't physically see them. But you kind of, like, the point is to get an emotional connection. And then by the end of, like, the the days or the weeks or whatnot, um, you pop the question. Like, do you want to marry me? And then you get engaged. And then you go and see how, like, you guys on real life obviously you meet see them in real life see how you live together and then in like three weeks you go to the old time you decide whether you actually want to marry them or not so that's the premise of the show yeah so it's on season two and this season there was this couple specifically um shake Asian couple, isn't it? Hmm? 
the Asian couple. Yeah, the my friend was couple. telling me about this. She's like, oh my God, I need to know what happens with this Asian couple. Girl, I said, you need to watch it. And girl, I was like, no. <laughs> the, girl, the girl deserves so much better. Essentially, they got along quite well, like on an emotional level, like they got along quite well. And what was mad was that when they met in real life, he was all over her. He was like, called her gorgeous, couldn't get stop, couldn't stop grabbing her nyash. Like it was, it, you know, he, he found her attractive. And then as the weeks went on, yeah, and you know, they're living together, they're doing stuff, they're having dinner. Um, there was like a one day they come out of the bus, they all go on a honeymoon, not honeymoon, but like like a trip to Mexico as like engaged couples in it. And this brother will be telling people he doesn't really find her attractive like that. Like he and he wouldn't say it, he would say, um, he would be like, Oh, I just don't get this like animalistic urge, you know, the the deep physical connection I'm looking for is not there. But this is behind her back, by the way. That's the context. He will be saying this to everybody. You scary. And then eventually, like, um, there'll be times where there'll be, like, one-on-one, and he'll be reiterating the fact that, like, he still doesn't find her that physically attractive. As if that isn't berating enough. It's the fact that he's gone and done it several times behind her back. And, um, th- but what they kept saying was that they enjoy each other. They really enjoy the emotional connection. Like they seem to be vibing, yeah. But because as we, as a viewer, we can see what he's saying about her behind her back. When it came to the altar, now, thank God they ask you whether you do or you don't, and it's so mad to me because they go through the whole thing. Like they buy a dress, like they probably do the ceremony, only for someone to potentially say no, which is a bit mad to me. But anyways, and then they said, I think he said, I do. And then she said, I don't, which shocked me. And it was like, thank God. Because the, the, the reason why she said no was sis was basically saying, I deserve somebody that's 100% sure. Like, one eye open when she's sleeping. One eye. Sis had her like, third eye open. She did. And it was so sick. Because when he was saying like all these things about not finding her physically attractive, on the show at least, we didn't really see her say anything to that. So I was hoping, babe, I hope she isn't in a state of delusion where she thinks this is something that can grow if it's not there it's not there and when she picked herself oh that a sigh of relief and this straight guy that um serena mentioned is a piece of crap for that reason because on the reunion he kept reiterating the fact that he kept saying yeah but i want love to be partially blind like you know um they were saying to him you came on the wrong show because you're here looking for physical attraction what's the difference between dating on the outside and what you're looking for here is the same thing. You don't need to come on a show called Love is Blind if you're so obsessed with like looks and whatnot. And the one says, he's so funny though. Yes. There was that one point where he was like, um, oh yeah, like da, 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 lifting girls. Oh, would I be able to lift you? I screamed. Love is no. blind and you're asking for weight. You're asking for kilograms. Are you okay? Um, it's when he was like, oh, if it feels like I'm being, like I'm with my aunt. And I'm just thinking, this baby's actually beautiful. And you're not that nice especially with this personality i hate to say it you're not that nice to have and the, the fucking gray hair. hair piss off bro like, you, you dyed your hair silver as a 30 something year old man behave it was, it was the fact that it's like as time went on yet yeah, the way he was like so ugly in the inside it just kept to me it just kept showing on the outside more because the, the newer he was to deep tea the uglier that he became like as a person and it was just the fact that on the reunion, you can tell this is a guy who's trying to re- chase his reality back. Yeah, like he's doing the absolute most. But it's just the way he treated Deep Tea and just all that stuff. I just, it was, it was sad to watch, see someone get braided behind well, Can I say something really quickly as someone who only yeah. watched like um, the beginning half? Um, I only yeah. watched like two episodes max. Um, I'm going to watch the rest of it tonight, actually. It sounds. Mm. Anyway, um, 
Okay. Yeah. No, I was going to say, um, I'm not going to lie, I didn't have that much sympathy for um, Deep Tea in the first few episodes. Like, I saw everyone talking about it, but I was like, the minute, as a person of colour, the minute you start off any kind of, like, relationship or getting to know someone by saying, oh, you're a person of colour as well? Oh, I've only ever dated, like, white guys. Like, I'm, and him as well, like, you know, I've only ever dated white guys. Like, that was doomed, that shit was doomed to fail from the minute both of you guys said that you like Aryan race people. I'm so sorry, and saying you've only ever been with them, you only find them attractive. Like, as a person of colour, I'm not gonna lie, if a Somali guy came up to me and said, Oh, I only like white girls, I would vomit in my mouth and I'd walk away because what? What? No, I hear it. That shit is cringe as hell, but yeah, that's what it is. cringe as hell, but do you know what it is? Is they were both in the same boat yeah, that they both were saying basically like white people, which is whatever's your preference. But she wasn't out here berating his looks. She only said it on a sense of I just never dated brown guys, but she never came on a vibe of it's because I don't. Do you know what I mean? Where his vibe is clearly I don't like. I clearly don't date brown girls like my own people, and that the preference is white as hell. So that's where it just went left, and it's just it was just uh, it was sad to watch, man. Like you've seen episodes, like the girl is trying, and behind the doors she's chatting shit, and then the worst part is she doesn't know any of this is being said until she obviously watches the show. And imagine the the guy that you're saying that you could see a life with come to find out he's slumbering and looks behind closed doors, and on the reunion they were like that was even the nice version so to think that there's worse than what he said already <laughs> tomato 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 bro it pissed me off it's just so it's just so shallow and so sad like why are you in love is blind but the, the question i wanted to ask you guys though was um what's it called um would you guys do like a show like that or could you okay let's take away the fact that we're ethnic minorities called east african yeah let's take it out the window would you do a show like that um, I don't know, you know. But you don't. Do you know see what it is? You can't. Happen. You can't. Do you know what it is? When you're okay, for white people, I feel like that would be easy, a easy yes. Because man, but take away the fact that we're minorities. No, but like, if we were white, well, okay, take ourselves out of the circumstance that we're currently in. I can't do that. Basically, what I was gonna say though, yeah, what, what I was gonna say was that it was it's because okay, cool. I could. This is the, this is why they went wrong with the season. Why are they give, bringing in people with 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 ethnic names? Because as soon as you hear their name, you're gonna think, oh, deep deep. Oh yeah, she's she's Indian. You know what I mean? She's like, oh yeah, yeah, he's Asian. Still. I'm sure they have I'm to say, I think they need to bring in people with white people names. Like you can't. You, there's or they just have to not say their names because no, that, that already opens up. Oh shit, she is this ethnic minority. This because mm. because our like as people of color, yeah, our whole dating experience or whatever, yeah, is very entrenched in our fucking communities yeah uh, what we look like because yeah. you can't we there's too much connotation with what we look like you get me you're black oh this 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 racism da, da, da. you're asian oh yeah racism this 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 muslim like, you know, know what i mean what? all these things right are entrenched like we have to do that there's no way like, love can be blind when 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 racism know, but, in this world exists <laughs> I, know, I know but i feel like in the show sense that they have to do that otherwise you get like a love violent situation where just no one goes to the right girl so i think they have to do that that's research. what i'm saying you that's can't sense. like your your name can't be something that's gonna fully identify you as a as a thing. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna if you're gonna try to do lovers blind on a level level, like for example, the year before, what's his name? Lauren and Cameron. Yeah. Who who was to say he was, was gonna that? be white or black? Who was to say she was gonna be white or black? Like yeah. it was it was like they're talking, they're vibing, they fell in love. They had no clue. You don't already have a, a image of this person in your head. You're literally you have no clue. You know what I mean? It was the yeah. two most basic names in the world. Do you know what I mean? They 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 fell in love. Look at them. They're still they're still together. 
but when your name is Dipti and Sheikh, like you, you know what I mean? Like it's it's you know what I mean? <laughs> she's a Sheikh. She's a Sheikh. <laughs> What's his name? I don't even know. I have no Wait, idea. Abu Sheikh. Abu Sheikh. Whatever his name, yeah. Um, you're not you're not gonna say, oh yeah, that man is that man is a as a as a, as a white blonde guy from from Wisconsin. You know what I mean? You're not gonna say that. You get me? You're not. Gonna... I don't even know why she entertained him though, guys. Like genuinely, from the first like instance, the way that he was really talking is so. He wasn't, no, 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 100%. None of this was on her, but for me, it's just yeah. like the minute he was like, oh, you're Indian. Oh, I know, because I'm Indian. Like, he sounded so... I, I think I, I, saying, I think that only ran because she was in the same boat. If she, I feel like if she was somebody that wasn't, you know, chasing white people, then she would not have seen the red flag the same way we did. You know what I mean? Ultimately, guys, um, if I was ever to go on a um dating show first of all it would be too hot to handle um specifically because i would um put yeah. everyone into shape we are winning this money by force or by fire you better sit there and have fucking i'm gonna be watching everybody bro there's no secret kisses happening you're stupid and if you do kiss if you do kiss if you do touch if you do grab you're paying fuck that you're paying me back go take out a loan after this because we're gonna fight we're gonna physically fight until you give me my money Ugh. No, I hear it. But the reason why I asked that question was because I think, like you said, the same thing as much. It's just, I don't, I don't think I could do a show like that at all because, I don't know, I just find the concept mad to me, which is probably why it's not for me. But it's just, I don't know, the concept is mad. Like, so the, the physical aspect, it, it matters a bit. It's not like, it, it matters a tiny bit. 100%. Oh, 110%. I'm not gonna lie to you. Ultimately, I don't think love is blind at all. <laughs> I think Lauren and Cameron were a beautiful, beautiful. Not even that. They were like a beautiful example of how it is. But I don't think in like, like it the be real slightly world. blind. But as soon as you see each other, you're gonna think, "Oh yeah, you're you're hot or you're not." You get me? But they stayed together all now. The, I can't all know. the couples would have got like in the first season. All the couples would have stayed together if it was plainly on just like the connection they built because they all built connections in that in that pod or whatever they call it. But like obviously when they saw each other, like what's that blonde girl and the short guy? What's his name? Can't remember yeah. But in the first season, Mark and Lauren. They Lauren. thought they were in oh. love. They thought, oh yeah. As soon as, as, as she saw him, you could see that she didn't like him. You could see she thought, cheat. oh yeah, no, nah, he's didn't short. He cheat? Yeah, didn't he cheat? I don't know if he cheated, but she's irritating. No, no, not her. He cheated on her. Did he? Yes, bro. Oh my god. First season was incredible. I can't lie. If I can go back to first season drama, do you guys remember that one white guy who was balanced in two girls at once and one of them was Lauren and Lauren settled oh, to the yeah. other girl? No, but you know what it was about this season? In my in my humble opinion of season two, none of them there's none of them should got married. Um De- um Danielle and Nick, I think the guys, should never have gotten married. Like it's you'll see in the episodes coming up soon she is she's unbearable like she's so unbearable and i don't think they're gonna last and i don't think any of the couples that i mean let me not lie the the black couple the um, ivana and her babes i forgot his name they have a slight chance but other than that none of them should have got married man because even with them two the fact that she was slightly second choice it was like red flaggish to me but if they can move past that she can accept it cool you might say anything but yeah, no, this season showed me love is not bad. Season one gave me a bit of hope. Season two, if there was a way to instill fear about marriage, watch that show. I promise you, you don't want to get married after watching that. Can we talk about Euphoria? Because I finally finished it. Oh, how do you think? That show is nuts. 
it is fucking the last episode was just like i was like wait is this this is the end there's no there's nothing there's nothing else this is this is it i was like but you know what it is though if it wasn't for the fact that the the the, the fucking seasons come every every leap year mm-hmm. i would i would have been fine but the fact that i'm gonna have we're gonna have to wait like how long now just for another season yeah and and the finale was not good man yeah like, not gonna lie though season two was still good though like i think season like most of season two i quite enjoyed like i think i, I enjoyed think... it slightly better than season one no but, i enjoyed um, the first two episodes i enjoyed episode five but i enjoyed season one over more like i don't know maybe covid made things a bit slower the writing just got a bit lazier in my opinion the storylines weren't storylining the way they did in season one because season one something was happening there was too much fillers in season two yeah that annoyed me because do you know, know what confused me you guys said fillers but like i think none of it was really fillers i feel like everything like needed to like you know what i mean mm-hmm. but i, I was, was i'm not gonna lie though i was getting sick and tired of the whole like nate cassie nate and his dad. Uh, no, um, dad, I didn't want to see. I didn't want to see Nate. I didn't want to see Nate's um face this season. I'm so sorry. And sorry, did the, the dad? That was filler shit. That was filler shit. I'm so I didn't want to know the backstory of why he became a fucking pedophile, bro. And at no point did I ask. At what point did I say I want to know Kyle Jacobs' entire life story? Please take me through the Jacobs family. I wanted root. I wanted root the entire season, and they gave me like twenty percent root. Barely any barely any anybody else like the the Cassie Mali thing was just overdone. We get it. They they she slept with her her best friend's boyfriend. Like it was it was boring. They longed it out. They longed that shit out. Furthermore, it makes me laugh every time because everyone's like, um, oh, what's happening in the writers' room? Writers' room? Writers' room? Do you guys not realize, guys? Sam is in that room by himself. The writer Sam, he he's the only writer on the show. There is no writers' room. No one oh, is even checking him on the shit that he's doing. Why do you think Cassie has her tits out every other episode? Because there's no writer's room. You can tell that there's nothing else going on because she's having a breakdown in this episode. That might be funny, but by the, by episode, the first episode of her crying, I'm like, okay, like, get it. She's Sydney Sweeney out. said, I'm so sorry to say, but Sydney Sweeney said, I want the next Emmy. And Zendaya still outacted her in episode five. One episode one. I was correct, <laughs> guys. That episode, right? I start the episode five was um her withdrawal episode where she's running around the- but yeah ultimately um <laughs> that episode Zendaya I can't lie at this point I don't even think it's like she's trying I think she just she's Emmy potential every single time she acts because Jesus I was crying five minutes into the episode tears big big boy tears if you watch the euphoria yeah um it's, it's, it's not a bad season season one was just way better i think i think do you know what it is i think the reason why i didn't think it was bad yet is because i think i watched it in one continuous like season one and season two together so, so for me so it felt like I, I, it all just like it all just lined up with each other the only my only beef was the ending like how are you leaving us on like that kind of like cliffhanger but it makes sense at the same time like if it was if it was me i'd leave it on a cliffhanger but the only issue is you were fucking having to wait wait a long time yeah, until it comes out it was a cliffhanger but, wait three years for you know I mean? yeah yeah and like yeah and oh my god i'm not gonna lie yeah i was watching this video about about euphoria yesterday yeah and they were like breaking down why they use certain lightings and why they use certain camera shots and stuff yeah and i was like no wonder i can pay attention to this shit because to be fair yeah there's periods of like i am very my attention span is very short yeah very short attention span i am shit with tv shows yeah like that are like like that where it's like long episodes and long bits of like no dialogue and just people like acting and just like these kind of like the way it is right 
but because of like i don't know what it is psychologically yeah but the way things are like shot and the way the things are lit like because there's always something going on on the screen like there's always something i don't look away i don't go on my phone like actually like and i was like yo shit i enjoy the show I enjoyed the maybe show because I could stomach this mid-season because I promise you, if maybe if it was as, as aesthetically pretty, I probably would have turned it off. What can I do? Not even just pretty, like as in like just things switch up, like it keeps my, mm-hmm. I don't know, keeping my attention. And also like Labyrinth being like the person behind the music helped a lot. The music is really good. Helped a lot. The music is really good. It's like, oh, basically my confusion is, yeah, what genre is this show? Because <laughs> one minute I'm cr- I'm like, I'm like shook, like and the next I'm, I'm scared, and the next minute I'm fucking laughing my head off, like just like the, 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 this is a comedy. This show is low key small small comedy because it's a drama. Some of the shit they say, the lines they say, yeah, and like the stuff they do is just fucking hilarious. Like mm-hmm. it's so it nutty. Shows, it shows the mind of one man being in the room because none of it makes sense. No, guys, it's actually jokes. It's actually such a joke show. It's actually. Guys, sorry, um, I just want to criticize like this entire new wave of having um get everyone off Twitter. Um please, please, Twitter and TikTok. If you are a writer, if you are a brand, if you are any get off, get off. I'm tired. Because there was this one guy who also works on the show, he's like one of the big producers, I forgot his name. He was fighting fans like tooth and nail to prove that Euphoria is like some hard to understand, like deep show. It's not, it's not. This is literally, it should be on Disney XD. Like, it's not what it's supposed to give. It's, it's never giving. You have a good fucking plot that you stole from the Israeli show. You have a amazing cast. You know what? Yeah, the one thing I can never take away from Euphoria, that cast with the disgusting script that they get, they act their fucking hearts off. But other than that, like, the writing isn't it's superb. It's not. I feel like we said this last week in terms of just Euphoria in general, but that applies to the finale as well like if you're thinking the it gets finale better, was so bad if you think it gets better i'm here to tell you does it i'm sorry it stays me the finale seemed like it was written in a day and it was yeah and it also it feels like an episode eight not a finale that that's sorry that's not finale. do you know what's crazy though like i'm not gonna lie if you're gonna have a show like euphoria give us longer seasons as well like yeah. it should be a 20 20 episode season but that's why i wouldn't be mad at these episodes then but it's what i knew it's only nine and one day getting drier towards the end and i'm like okay well then the finale has to be shit because all the content leading up to it is dry okay guys yeah let's okay the season was weird whatever yeah but the play wasn't the that play was amazing I that the shit play. was hilarious like lexi she was sitting there taking notes she was sitting there taking notes yeah. i love she's my favorite character and the play is the best part of the season and without that play the season would be in the bin i'm so sorry i'm so sorry cool. she was so funny to me though the minute like lexi turned around and was like oh um when she was on the phone with Fez, and she was like oh what if people think i'm trying to hurt them with this play bitch you were you were. there's no other <laughs> you're trying to act like you're doing everyone a fucking public service by baiting out all their information on stage um, what was so funny was like if, if okay cool maybe we weren't friends with everybody else but did you not think that this was gonna hurt your sister at all let your it sister, hurt the one you the one you share a fucking fam, her breathing heavy you know yeah one thing sam did pure humor with cassie because her breathing heavy like a monster on the fucking glass that shit killed me you know what made me laugh is the fact that she came up there and basically proved everybody correct because if they didn't think that the show was about you they know now you're acting exactly you know what she's not one of my mutuals on twitter is like a writer like actual writer writer and she was talking about it and i was like holy shit you're so right in terms of like 
Cassie's character throughout the entire season was so flip floppy that yes. at some point it wasn't like she was a you know like usually with the characters you know they they seem like real people they're supposed to have like their thoughts yeah, and stuff. With her, it was genuinely just shitty writing. Like, it was crappy writing. Because she gets on stage, right? She says, oh, yeah, is this the part that um, Marta, um, that Cassie steals Marta's boyfriend, da-da-da-da-da. And then the same second, she turns around and she's like, I'm not the villain. They were broken up. Like, that, that is inconsistent writing. If she wants to play the villain the way that she wanted to in front of Nate and stuff, it's, and then her calling um maddie a cunt on stage and then getting shocked when maggie when maddie beat her when maddie started they started chasing each other around the stage yeah that's what i mean the show's a comedy it's not it's not real mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, it's giving glee i'm so sorry this is glee. that's exactly it that's exactly it it's giving satire i giving want glee. i want i want to give the entire plot point and all of everything to the guy who fucking wrote glee i oh, want to see it from yeah. his point of view do you know how funny that would be and the way they were running yeah the way they were running it wasn't like it it wasn't like a dramatized. It was literally giving when girls in the school playground like bitch, and they're, they're like running like girls as well. <laughs> bitch, I'm gonna fuck you up. <laughs> their little heels. And it's like I'm like this is so good. <laughs> no, the minute Maddie, the minute Maddie threw down her shoes, I was like, oh, she get it, get all. Guys, I can't lie. That's the only part that should have made sense to me because Maddie held her tongue and her fists for weeks. For weeks, there was gonna be a point where she said, "Fuck this." Sorry, that's her. inconsistent as well because. Even if she's like, you know, she has a bit more respect for her friend, her bestie, than she does for everyone else. I feel like Maddie, the minute she found out, would have beat her into the ground. That's true. Maddie in season one would have beat her up. Season and two? she would have beat up Nate Jacobs as well. That's true. Some other thing that I just can't, I can't, I just, there's too much comedic shit in this show, yeah? yeah. Every time, like, Rue breaks the fourth wall, like, it fucking makes me laugh. Her facial expressions to the camera finish me. <gasps> Like Zendaya's face, love yeah. Zendaya's face yeah, says a thousand words every single time. She doesn't need to speak. She says on the camera like, Guys, there is something so special about the Rue character. I've said this, Ooh. I've been saying this. I'm the biggest Rue stan. She is hilarious. She is adorable. <laughs> like, I'm a stick beside I her. After my good sis. I that's after my, my crackhead. Honestly, that's my sis. Like, I just, I just, I, I've never been so endeared by a character in my life. Like, even though she's like mad. Do you know what I mean? She's mad. Yeah. And like you guys I think said, Elliot's yeah, character was useless. I, I, well, yeah. I'm trying to work out what the point of Elliot's character is. As much as Dude. I find this man attractive, and I'm like, mm, the seven minute see. song, the seven minute song, don't piss me off. This nigga said, oh, this is just, this is just something I'm working on. This is just promo for his, for his actual music in real life. That's literally it. Because Dominic, it wasn't a good look. It wasn't a good look, babe. People, people, people were saying like maybe, maybe he's like um. Nate's like brother, like because you know how this is what this is the thing, right? They've been showing us things like the picture of three kids in that family picture, but they're not telling us why there's three kids in that picture. You get me? Like, and where is where is Dominic's par- like Dominic? Where's Elliot's parents? Like, where is parents? Sam is Sam is too cooked up to fucking yeah. come up with tangible storylines now because we yeah. found out nothing about Elliot. How can you introduce a character and tell us nothing? Nothing. Did, he he didn't get a backstory, but Cal Jacobs did. <laughs> I don't even know where this nigga came from. He just appeared. We're forgetting that they got rid of Jules. <laughs> How can you get rid of one of the main characters? Well, like, can we discuss that, please? She got she five did. minutes of camera time the whole season. Not gonna lie, I was fine with that because I didn't really like her character either. No, like, she was stressing me out. No, like she annoyed me. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it's the fact that like these discrepancies made no sense. Because how do you disappear? And yet, that it just—it made no sense. Like I couldn't stand her either, but she was integral to Rue's storyline. She's you? very integral. 
Like, how can you just believe That's her girlfriend, bro. And then in the end, Zendaya no, Ruth says that, you know, she loved Jules. So it's like, so what happened? Like, I mean, she fucked off, but what happened? You know, yeah, guys, I'm, I'm not coming back for season three. As far as I'm concerned, my baby Rue is healthy, happy, and off the drugs. That's yeah. the ending that I want. Yeah. That's the ending I'm choosing. I don't, I can't lie. I don't know. There's no how long. She's going to stay clean forever. Shut up. No, but like, I don't know if she will, you know. And also, yeah, I want to know what happened to Fez. I want to know what happened to Fez. Is he dead? Is he He's in prison. He's in prison. But he got He's shot. So did he even make it? He got shot in his stomach. Like, He'll be fine. How is that not fatal? Do you know what's so funny? What's Sam's issue with Angus Cloud? Because Wallah, he keeps on killing this nigga and then reviving him, killing him and reviving him. He leads it up like he's going to die every single season. It was meant to. He was meant to die. And then the day before, they said to the to, to, to youth that plays Astrid, they said, yeah, it's you still. You've got to die. No, you know, he's joining Umbrella Astrid Academy, better. though. Astrid deserves he's, better, he's, man. Guys, he's joining Umbrella Academy. Do you know how excited I am? Oh, he's gonna be gas. Astray, Astray, actor Javon. He's he's joining Umbrella Academy. No wonder he got killed. One thing, my prediction is, I, th- I think Fez is still gonna die in season three because without Astray looking over him with his fifth eye, it's, it's looking long for Fez. Can't lie to you, because remember Astray. Yeah, if anyone went near Fez and breathed near him, he had his fist ready to fight. So that's why I'm so upset about him being like not a character anymore. Like him being gone. That's what, that's what I'm saying. No one has Fez like that. Yeah, and that's why I'm saying I think he's gonna die in season three because you know he's got a lot of ops in a sticky situation. You know he is a drug dealer. Let's not forget about that. He has ops. All we wanted was let. All we wanted was him and Lexi this entire season. Like that's all we asked for. Honestly, you gave us, you gave us, you gave us ten minutes of them, and then you killed off his younger brother. You killed him by shooting him in the head. The twelve-year-old shot him in the head. My predictions are is that they're gonna get together and Fez is gonna die, and that's what you missed on Euphoria. So, guys, um, I was thinking about the Grammys. Um, the they they haven't released nominations yet. It's only been um, the advert, like you know, the advert on American TV, essentially. And they put BTS in it, bears, the same way they did last year. The same way they did last year. They're hinting that they want to give them a Grammy again. So they were definitely going to get nominated, for, like Song of the Year or some bullshit like that. Um, but do you guys think they're actually going to win this time, or are they like playing? Wait, are they nominated? Again? Wait, let me let me because the nominations mm-hmm. has come have come out. Have they? Yeah, they yeah. came out like October or November. Yeah, December, December. Guys, I don't check the fucking Grammys, man. All we know is that 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 bitch, her, is gonna win again. Yeah, the plant is gonna plant again. But I'm sorry, they're just not gonna win. And I don't say that as any disrespect to them. They they in America they're seen as a market employee, and that's pretty much it. So it's so really. crazy the way that they've been used. Like Jimmy Kimmel, everyone was like at first they were like, "Who the yeah. fuck is this Asian boy?" But now they're like. I know, but it's kind of mutually beneficial in that way because they, they, even though they're being used, they still get to benefit from being put in an American audience, which ultimately yeah, is honestly speaking, not them being nominated next to Lady Gaga again. Yeah, <laughs> if, Lady, if Lady Gaga wins this time, well, like, I feel like the army is actually going to eat her alive. No, I'm not going to lie, yeah. I feel like <laughs> this, is, this is the category they're with, yeah. There's there's them, there's Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett, there's Justin Bieber and Benny Blanco, there's um, Coldplay and there's Doja Cat and yeah, sorry. Mm, I'm sorry. Pack it up, but army, you're not winning. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm yeah, sorry, if, 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 no, I'm so sorry to say, but if BTS aren't winning, even though they definitely deserve a Grammy at this point, I can't lie. They've been running this um industry for a bit now. But if they're not winning, Doja Cat. Yeah. 
I'm sorry, BTS. I'd like to see them win, but I, I don't see them ever winning a Grammy. I, I, it's nothing to do with their talent, it's just politics. It's what also came out on Netflix is wait, hold on. Nobody's ever paid me, bro. Anyway, what something came out on a streaming service? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's the it's so um. What came out is also the Kanye doc. You can watch that however you want to watch that. Um, I watched four three episodes, yeah. And do you know how we want to talk about you know, um, him burning Pete in the music video that really, really creepy music video for Easy? I watched it and I said, Wow, that is mad. I mean, all the Instagram things cool, you can delete it, but a music video showing that you decapitated somebody that is mad. That was getting serious, it's getting a bit too serious now. It's getting a bit serious. Like I know we were talk- joking about like the Kanye situation last episode, but it's and the Pete like, stuff. But like, come on now, you can't be burning the brother. You get me? Like, but it's like I don't know how somebody like Pete watches that. I don't know how you move forward because if I saw a music video of somebody decapitating me, I feel like I'm staying at home for a year because what the fuck? I'm in paranoid to leave my house because what? And I'm not even gonna berate Kanye at all because. It's wrong what he's doing. Do not get me wrong. But do you know what's also so mad? And I don't know if it has anything to do with the doc, but the third episode came out recently, yeah. And it really explored like his bipolar disorder. And it really explored like how how much his mum dying really affected him mentally. And like they showed him in his like his ranch in Wyoming, yeah, where he even has people come over and he's like kind of telling them like and it's quite sad, he's basically saying if he goes into like a manic state yeah or like a depressive state you're gonna see him act in this way and i'm just letting you know that's what's gonna happen basically and it was just mm. he had justin bieber there yeah which i don't know that, that made me my friend laugh because it was just random but he was also like oh, yeah you're gonna see maybe like if this happens you're gonna see me basically repeat things to my team and i'm gonna speak like this and it was kind of briefing them like what his episode might look like so when i saw that yeah i was like you know what all the Kanye is crazy jokes, they're actually not funny. Not that they ever show mm-hmm. funny. I feel like people say it too loosely because when you watch the book, it's like, no, this guy is actually a disorder that he's going through in terms of the medications and whatnot and how manic he like, can be. And you know the whole stint of when he was trying to run for president and he was like doing a rally and he was like crying and stuff. Like that was a manic episode. Basically, the thing is, just- people on um, my entire issue of like, not even Kanye, but like Kanye's team and his family and the people who are behind him. I feel like they milk the things that he does for clout. Like they don't, because I'm so sorry. If like it's my cousin or like my family member or the person that I work with, I'm definitely going to like make sure that their mental health is in check before anything else. Whereas no one's really like, every time this stuff happens it's like it gets milked because of how famous and because kanye is kanye west yeah and it doesn't like it doesn't look like he's being looked after and like the thing is though i'm not gonna lie the way that people like that he'll do a horrible thing and then everyone's like yes yeah, his mental health which i completely understand but like yeah. let's not forget i'm not the big pete davidson fan he's fucking racist i don't like this yeah, guy i don't like him but he has um borderline personality disorder yeah, if you have bpd and it's so close to bipolar as well and then you have to watch a video of yourself being decapitated and your head being dragged around, you already struggling with your own mental health issues. 
that could send someone into a fucking spiral. Yeah. All this because he's dating your ex. Like the way that Kanye is behaving at this point is very abusive towards Kim. And I'm very, true. very apologetic to her because I know that's the thing. That's where two things are true. It's like it doesn't excuse the behavior. It may it might do. It explains it. It explains it, but it doesn't excuse it. Like it's still fucked. And I don't know what the next step is. Like what it's 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 Pete. Oh, it's, I, I don't know how far this is going to be pushed because it was all jokes before but now after seeing that video everyone's kind of like whoa it's turning morbid very quickly and it's very concerning but not to mention i'm not gonna lie like in general the way that the media i don't like it whenever mental health is like in the media or like when the media discusses it because they're very callous and weird like the way that everyone talks about like Kanye's mental health they don't recognize that it is mental health like he is not entirely in control of his own behavior right now so you're trying to hold him accountable for this and that and that it's not working and if he says to his fucking team bro if he says to his team oh i have an amazing video idea we're going to decapitate p davidson and no one said hold on let's not do that you're all fucked that's what makes me question the dynamic of this team though because it's like is that kind of dynamic where whatever he says goes because if that's the case then he's anybody feeling west. anybody he's feeling west to be fair and he's also like I think he's like almost 45 so at the end of the day you can't I guess you can't stop a grown man from doing what he wants to do so maybe it's a case of even if his team says no he can go find someone else that can do it I don't know it's it's quite alarming watching this I don't know so we'll see how it goes but that video was it was it's kind of scary it's morbid that's what it is morbid and but if you watch the documentary especially the third episode it explains a lot about his like his mental health behavior still an interesting watch but at the same time seeing what's happening in real time is quite peak and um i guess i'm glad kim k i'm not saying glad she got out there because that's really insensitive but um i saw that she dropped the west from her name like officially so she's officially no, i'm glad she got out of there as much as we like to say we hate or like we, we shit on the kardashians and like yeah like i know but i don't yeah. want to say i'm glad she got out there because she's escaping his mental health kind of thing you know what i mean of course she can escape his mental health it's not her it's not her like she's she's stuck around with him for a lot of for a lot of stuff and it's also every man for themselves at this point you get me like mm-hmm. it's like blaming it's like how people were blaming like like ariana grande for leaving mac miller and shit like that like you know what i mean yeah. blaming it's the same kind of thing like kim kim Ki has to look after herself and her kids and if 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 kanye kanye is toxic towards her even, despite his mental health problems and stuff like you can't you can't you can't stay in an abusive situation just because someone has the you know what i mean like mm-hmm. maybe get them help and, but like he, this guy didn't want to get on his meds. She wanted to help him stay on his meds. He, he didn't want to stay on his meds. Like as much as we hear the Kardashians, fair enough. She can leave a situation. You know what I mean? It's her, yeah. own, it's her own prerogative. Like you know, protect herself and her kids, isn't it? Well, the thing is, yeah, she still allows him to see the kids though. Like I swear, like like he was with North on the Super Bowl time. Like, yeah, no, they, still, they still have that arrangement. It's like, just the, guy is, the guy is is is, is not harmed here. It's his kids clearly. Yeah, but like he's it's very. Yeah, he yeah. wouldn't have did that whole birthday party thing online, but other than that, I think they're still fine in that aspect. But yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's this even like news at this point. Wait, what well, was me, I think? Yeah, I, I saw it and I added it immediately to the doc. I just, um, I can't believe it. The internet was right. You know what I mean? For once. You know what I mean? They were correct. They, they are dating. The only thing is, right, they look so alike to me. Don't kill me. So, it's just, it's just, um, but um, yeah, no, I was just shocked. Like, I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. Because they are really cute together. Um, but I just can't unsee the fact they look alike. I, I, I do hear an aspect, but 
Oh, I feel a bit internet but not. I think it's, it's actually a thing. Yeah, no, it's adorable. It's adorable. And like, literally, okay. the, the thought, the swiftness that as soon as the TikTok came out, the shade bro was on it. <laughs> the shade bro was on it. I was like, whoa, well, let's add this to our doc. Then if the shade bro on it, then we should be too. I'm crying. I mean, if, if, if it is a case that's real, then that's actually really cute. Happy for Either way, back. even if it's not real, nice way to get the engagement numbers up on, right, yeah. on the internet. <laughs> only reason why i'm like i don't think it's real freaking babes you know this whole ruins your whole chicken shop idea there's no point of it if you're cuffed so if you're not gonna date do it in secret it's gonna ruin your market sis speak your bag please don't ruin your bag for man i beg that is that is actually also true but that is all to say i think it's been a very busy week in pop culture um we'll keep you guys posted on anything happens next week but yeah that's a wrap on that Alrighty, y'all. This is from the playlist. This is the part of the podcast where we talk about what we're listening to, what I've been vibing to, and put it on a lovely playlist for you guys to listen to on Spotify. It's on our page. It's on the playlist. Go and check it out. So, um, Serena, I believe you wanted to go first. Um, guys, I want to go first because uh, Ray has this terrible habit of stealing all of our songs before we can even say them. Um. <laughs> Everyone in the pod is definitely, um, everyone who listens definitely already knows. Um, but anyway, uh, my first choice is Starlight by Dave. Guys, remember how I was like, um, Dave Hater? I, yeah. I was drinking the Haterade of Dave. Yeah. Shout out to Ikram, Holland Shocked on the music video for it. And on top of that, she's the reason why I started listening to him really randomly the other day because she mentioned him and I was like, oh my God, I haven't listened to Dave in so long. And I listened to him and I was like, oh man, he's so refreshing. There's just something very, very refreshing about him, I'm telling you. Anyway, so the song is Starlight by Dave. It's a very, very cute song. Oh, I was crying. Go on, backing track. I love that. Um, and then my next one that I've been listening to, Bears. Bears um is you guys are gonna cuss me it's what do you want from me by forever the sickest kids guys again um i'm a i'm a huh what's wrong with that i just listen when you listen to it when you're editing it you'll know i'm a um pop punk babe i've i've been a pop punk babe since i was born it's not screamo but it's like what do you want from me it's like a whiny it's like it's like whiny boy rap um rock freaking love it anyway those are my two choices for this week guys on to the next That's That's on, guys. um on right on topic for the the topics that we spoke today <laughs> um i'm gonna choose the first song i'm gonna pick is all for us from um euphoria with um labyrinthians and they is it that's what it's called right Wait, let me double check this um yes yeah, it's all for us um from the hit show euphoria on hbo the original series labyrinth and zendaya out now anyways um that's my first song and then the other day i went to see um mimi web live where um, you got covid originally but you really you had it last I, day. I, had, I think i had it before that but um that was the last bit of fun i did before before having i have I had covid um oh by the way guys i got a text saying uh, my pcr is negative so did i even ever actually have covid no i didn't <laughs> But, but yeah so i went to see her the other day and um she performed uh, her new song house of fire house on fire and it was really really good uh so i'm gonna pick that house on fire that's that's it for me all righty so this is why you're about to call me coon i'm here to say respectfully i don't care um so 
today's Sunday. I have been listening to this song. I think I've already listened to it like 20 times. I'm not joking. So it is a new Camila Cabello track called Bam Bam featuring Ed Sheeran. Listen, yeah, I don't care if the, they call me. I'm kidding with you, sis. I'm kidding with you. That song is, is, is sick. That song is good. Thank you. I'm not going to lie to you. This might sound a bit mad. I don't think Ed Sheeran was needed on the track. I absolutely appreciate his verse and I think it sounded nice, but he was not needed like at all. I don't know if it's because Sis has been away and it's been a while since he dropped anything that they added him. was not needed at all. And it, even then, I know she's going to do a thing where there's going to be a version where he's not on it when she performs it live because that's what she did with Havana. You can't have a song that blows with somebody else on it. you got to come up with something when the verse comes on. Anyways, the song is like, if you're thinking of what it sounds like, it's, she is back. She's basically in her roots. For those who don't know, she's a Cuban-Mexican and... She's in her bag when she kind of sticks to the kind of Latin feel, if that makes sense. Like the pop, top 40 pop, it, it, it works sometimes, but not, not all the time. The song slaps. I'm sorry, it does. Absolutely slaps. The bridge does something to me, like it slaps. And I know she's got not the best rep, especially within the black community, for multiple reasons. However... No, she went to her re-education healing camp. It's all right, it's all right, sis. You're, you're okay, you're okay. We forgive you now, we forgive you. You went and did, you did, you did a course... You just, you know what I mean? You said kumbaya and them things there, like, it's all good. Yeah. You know. Also, like, I, we, we also dragged her on this podcast. However, this sucks. I'm telling you, I'm the most fickle person. I'm so easily forgiving. I was cussing her, like, I was dragging her like a rat the last time, yeah? And now I'm like, yeah, yeah, she's all good now. She's blessed, she's blessed, she's blessed. This song is actually really good, guys. At least we can admit that on here is that we're hypocrites on this podcast. If you don't know about now, we're absolutely hypocrites. Please don't hold us to anything we say because we will prove you wrong in two months. <laughs> that's just the reality of it. Truly, that's um, our brand. <laughs> and then my second song is a song that was all over TikTok that they finally released the full version for. Um, Finesse by um, Fields and Buju. It's that song we were singing earlier. Ah, uh, fitness. If I got no business. No, this this song is allowing people to expose things they shouldn't be exposing about themselves. It's uh, true. With their broke, it's, baby, broke boy behavior. It's too it's much. True. It's, like, it, it's stressing that. me out watching the TikToks. It's stressing me the fuck out. How are people? That. People are like, I have four pounds in my account and I'm going to get a £3.95 boba. I'm like, I can't. I can't. It gives me anxiety. It's but that to say, like, it's actually a song that didn't disappoint when the full thing dropped. And I heard it yesterday. Um, uh, the, the place means you know, and it slaps in the darts as well. So, hold tight, the man. And it, and the good thing is, they didn't do that thing where you know, on TikTok, someone will tease a song for like 40 years, and then when the song comes out, we're like, okay, that isn't the case with this. They dropped that swiftly. But yeah, those are my two picks, and that's all to say. Thank you so much for listening to episode of Clued Up. Let me land. No, make no airplane noises, please. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much guys for listening to this episode of Clean Up. <laughs> if you like what you heard, a five-star review. <laughs> it's because she said let me land and she said stop making airplane noise. Well <laughs> <laughs> oh, she got me beat with that one. You got me beat. <laughs> Okay. She only fought for that one at that point. That's, that was that was your own fault. You shouldn't have used this that wedding. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys, for listening to this episode of Include Up. If you um, like what you heard, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You can rate us on Spotify now. Um, you can find us at Clued Up everywhere. Individuals can be linked below. 
and yeah um if you like what you heard tell a friend to tell a friend um hit us up tell us what you like what you don't like and yeah we'll see you guys in the next one bye bye, bye.